Hey everyone, it's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate, from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. What is up, everyone? It is Mike Ferrante and Tony Geraci, and we have another great session for you, 20 minutes of free agent training. This one's all about keeping it, keeping you legal and ethical. Today's topic, Tony, is uh, technology-type stuff, recording equipment, photos, video, audio recording, what's legal, what isn't. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll give you some best practices, again, from our perspective as real estate brokers and many years in the industry. Of course, always check with your broker, manager, attorney, uh, but we'll give you from our experience what we've seen and uh, kind of give you some best practices to follow. So that's the quick summary of what the topic is today. Uh, full introductions here. I'm Mike Ferrante with Century 21 Homestar. I run a team called the 21 Mike Team, uh, sold over 500 uh, properties last year. And we're hoping to break 650 this year, Tony. So we'll see where we end up. Uh, best way to reach me is by email, mike at 21mike.com. And again, Tony and I do these sessions every Tuesday, 1130 to 1150 Eastern time. If you want to join us live, you can hit me up for that Zoom link. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube after the fact, please hit that subs subscribe button. It's Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. And by the way, you might be hearing this on a podcast called Free Beer and Real Estate. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, Free Beer and Real Estate is uh, approaching a thousand downloads, I think. So that's really taken off. I love it. I think it's probably because of the name. People are like, hey, man, where's the free beer? I don't care about the real estate. But anyway, uh, joined. I'm joined today as uh, most weeks. Tony, thank you, by the way, for uh, subbing for me last week. I was out of uh, I was doing a panel actually on ethics and that was pretty cool. But Tony ran the show last week and did a spectacular job. Tony is broker owner of Homestar about 30 years, give or take in the business. And Tony's uh, amazing thing about Tony is even though we have about 500 plus agents, Tony's accessible via cell phone. So I know I hear a lot of agents complain, oh, I can't reach my broker, my manager. I have questions. Uh, amazing support system with Homestar and with Tony between Brenda and Carly and Julia and Debbie. Text line, texting Tony. Uh, you can hit him up at 216-374-1269. Uh, Tony, I'm getting so good at introducing you. Is there anything you'd like to add to that stellar introduction? No, you do a great job. It's like, thank you. You're saving my voice today. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, thank you for joining us. Your wealth of knowledge is always appreciated, but we have a great topic today, like I said. So let's dig in because we have a lot to cover in the uh, 17 minutes that we have left. So let's first start off with the big question, Tony. Everyone's got cameras. Everyone has uh, recording going on, even if it's just a ring doorbell. So let's take it first from the side of buyer's agents. Tell us about best practices, what you should be doing, what you should be conscious of, knowing that pretty much everyone in the world has some kind of recording going on in their house. Definitely. Yeah, I would. I, I, this topic does come up when I'm training new agents because I, I think it is important because we've seen it uh, impact our clients in a negative fashion. I've had uh, so just be concerned, not concerned, but uh, be aware that you, you're, you're being listened to. You're being watched, especially with ring doorbells and your the way you uh, as an agent 
are handling yourself professionally, ethically, what you say to your buyers while you're walking through a house or just before you even walk into a house, is someone's listening. And we've had that uh, hurt our clients because things were said or nothing illegal or unethical, but they're painting a picture about, you know, the sellers when they're listening. So I say, be very, you know, cautious of what you say and what you do. You know, you wouldn't want to walk through a house and go, oh my God, this is only 200,000. I'd buy it for 300,000. Well, there you go. Seller just heard that and then affects your offer price on that. So it's kind of like, keep it confidential. And that's yeah. uh, the most important thing. I get, I get the question a lot. Is it legal to record people uh, on video and that uh, I I don't even want to get into that because you know I, I don't know what the real answer is. Most people say yes. If it's your house, you can't record people in the house, but it's already done. So I, I don't. I, I could go on and on about this. I don't want to take up too much this this first question. But yeah, you could just be aware that even if it's you think it's right or wrong, it's happening. If that yeah. makes sense. And Tony, I do have something in writing here that I got from the state. So I'll be reading that, but I'm going to make you guys wait a minute to hear the official word on legality. Uh, I also just recently started teaching a core law class. So those of you agents who are listening who need CEUs, please follow us because we have a ton of free CEUs, including all the core classes, civil rights, ethics, law. And so in my research, I've got something, at least as of a couple of weeks ago, this is what the rules were, but I'll get to that in a second. To Tony's point, your conversations, even if they seem innocuous, could be used against you in a negotiation. So for example, if you're walking through a house saying something like, oh, wow, we really need to move, or gosh, this is the 15th house we've looked at, or this will be the 15th offer we made, we've really got to get something under contract. Even something like that, this, the seller or listing agent could hear that and say, wow, these people are desperate. Even though they may not be, the, the most innocuous of comments could be interpreted in a way that hurts you in negotiating or hurts your client. So that's why it's so important, as Tony said, to at least be conscious of it, even if it's not disclosed to you, even if you don't see the cameras in front of you, assume that you're being listened to these days. Back in the day, you didn't have to worry about that, but these days always assume that you're being listened to, being watched. The other part of this is that I wanted to mention with the Ring doorbell cameras is that, you know, agents and buyers are getting kind of desperate in many cases. So I heard a story on the panel I was on where showings get booked up, okay? And the buyer says, well, I want to get in today. This listing went active today, Tuesday. What do you mean there's no time slots available? Well, we have to book it on Wednesday because literally it's all full. So what agents have been doing, again, this is a secondhand story I heard, but they're booking an appointment for Wednesday and then just showing up on Tuesday. Now we can debate the ethicalness of that, you know, whether that should or shouldn't be allowed. But keep in mind that if you booked your appointment for Wednesday and you show up on Tuesday, you're on camera probably walking in that house, you know, on camera having violated the appointment that that you had. You know, you you technically lied and said you're coming Wednesday and you showed up on Tuesday. So I, I would be concerned about that. Remember, every action you take, every word you say, assume it's being recorded. Uh, anything and, more to add there, Tony? And then I'm going to move on. Yeah, uh, just a quick example. A ring doorbell is that uh, something that you thought that could be uh, very innocent, 
uh, one of our agents uh, had a complaint from another company uh, and to, uh, they were thinking about filing an actual ethics complaint. She was showing a property to her, her sister and her little niece. And they walked up to the house and her little niece like to act like uh, you know, a, a realtor. Oh, you want to act like a realtor? Here, here's the code. And she was show, telling her little niece, here's the code, press these buttons to get the key. Seller heard that and complained to her agent, like your agent is giving out codes and telling people to press the button for them now that someone else has the code to get in. And uh, we explained it's just her sister, niece, she was, didn't think it was gonna, no harm, it's just a little girl. But yeah, technically she gave the code to someone and she thought they did file, it might've been some ethical you know, repercussions from the board over giving the code to that. And then it's obviously innocent. that sell, yeah. And then also uh, that seller obviously was that upset about what happened if her sister wanted to put an offer on the house. They already have a bad taste in their mouth about this agent, in this situation before even walking in the house. So that's a quick example of how, how quick it could turn south <laughs> yeah. you know, for your, your buyer. These are great stories, Tony. I think that people uh, really appreciate the stories that we bring to the table. So let's get in from the seller side now. And, well, it's really both sides, the legality. And I'm going to kind of read a couple quotes here just so you guys understand. You know, does it need to be disclosed? Is it legal? Keep in mind, state to state, audio recording varies. Ohio is a one-party consent state, which means that only one party who's being recorded has to consent to being record it. Okay. So, so keep that in mind. Uh, it, it, so things like nanny cam, what any other types of cameras, um, they are allowed across the board. Video recording is allowed across the board. Okay. With the exception of areas where there's an expectation of privacy, for example, the bathroom. Okay. Don't put cameras in your bathrooms. If someone's using your restroom while they're there, they have an expectation of privacy, but video recording is allowed across the board in the state of Ohio. Again, check with your broker or manager if you're not in Ohio and you're listening to this. Audio recording is a bit more strict. Okay. And again, Ohio is a one-party consent state. Uh, otherwise, you have to disclose that you're being recorded, that you're doing recording. Violations of this provision are considered a fourth degree felony in Ohio. Okay, so the seller knowing about it doesn't count as the one party consent because the seller's not being recorded. It has to either be the agent and or the buyer who are notified of the audio recording. Okay, does that make sense? Uh, Tony, did, did I explain that clearly? And do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, basically it sounds like Technically, you're not supposed to record your voice in your house when you're, the seller is not present. You're really the it's only one one parties in the house. Does that sound right? Right, right. So the seller knowing about it doesn't count as one party consent because the seller is not there being recorded. So if the seller were walking through or, or if the listing agent is walking through and the seller consents to be recorded, then yes, you have a party there being recorded who has consented to it. Only one party has to con consent, but that's not typical. In most cases, you have the buyer's agent, buyers walking through the house being recorded. You have to disclose that to them and they have to consent to being recorded. So I have a couple ways to approach this if you're a listing agent or a seller. 
Uh, the first approach is to ask the seller to turn off the recording equipment, or at least to turn off the audio. Uh, and the other approach would be to have a disclosure. We can do this pretty easily with all the technology we have. We can put it in the MLS. We can say, you know, no showings until the consent form is signed. Now, this gets pretty complicated. I, I would suggest just turning off the audio. <laughs> and, and by the way, guys, I've had people ask me, is a sign on the door saying you are being recorded? Is that enough? Uh, I don't know for sure, uh, you know, not an attorney here, but I would say that that's not enough only because I wouldn't want to be in the position where someone files a complaint against me saying, I didn't sign anything saying that I consented to be recording. I didn't notice your sign, even though it's this big, you know, they're going to say, oh, I didn't see it. I'm filing a complaint against you, or I'm suing you because you committed a fourth degree felony. And of course, I'm an accessory to that because I allowed the seller to, to do it. So I would say, look, guys, err on the side of caution with this stuff. Definitely get something signed before you allow any audio recording to occur. Anything to add, and, Tony? Yeah, and no, definitely. So you at least notify the seller that this can uh, impact them. And then also, but again, on the other side, it's kind of like you ever watch anybody who's watched some type of crime drama or a courtroom <laughs> movie, you know, where they say strike from the record. If you ever watch that, you know, some attorney says something to a jury, but they go, okay, you got to strike that. Well, the attorney knows that he can't or she can't do that, but they're saying it knowing that the only repercussion is the, the, the judge is going to say, don't pretend like he didn't say anything, but he knows that the jury already heard it. Similar with this, I tell agents, well, they can't do that. Well, they did. And now you're the, you know, they heard that. So you can't use it as a defense. You know, you're not going to get anywhere. Again, your job as a buyer's agent is to protect your buyer and in their best interest. So explain to them, this could happen. They really, and then some buyers will say, well, they can't record me. I'm like, yeah, but they might be, you know, let's not find out, you know, let's not push that subject. Let's keep our kind of, then, uh, uh, you know, conversations confidential when we're outside the house. Right. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number two team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., contact Mike via email at mike at 21 Mike. So last week, Tony, you talked about the slippery slope of social media, how easy it is to get in trouble there. And to that end, I also want to bring up photographs, okay? Because where do most photographs end up, of course, on social media? So I wanted to talk about the legality of photos because, you know, how many times are we on Facebook, Tony, or whatever, you know, Instagram, wherever you see a picture from an agent saying, oh, wow, look at this uh, house. Look at the outside of this house. Look at this living room. Look at this beautiful furniture. Um, look at this scary basement. Look at the crazy wallpaper, you know, and these are fun posts that we put on Facebook, Instagram, et cetera. But that could be a pitfall. You know, we could get in trouble for using photos that we aren't authorized to use, right, Tony? I'm sure you hit on this a little bit last week, but talk about specifically uh, taking pictures of other people's houses, other people's stuff, um, yeah. and what the problems are with that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we sometimes as agents, we assume just because we go into a, a house, a listing, 
uh, as your buyer's agent or doing a walkthrough or doing uh, that, you should have uh, signed permission from the other age, the listing age, that if you're going to take photos or videos. I know we just assume sometimes because I have agents that I've, I've seen them do it. You can't do that. You can't just walk around a house taking photos without their authorization, even though they have photos of the house you know, on the MLS, but those are authorized. So definitely don't take any photos of anybody's house uh, inside the house. I mean, you can take outside photos, you know, that's public view, but inside the house, you, you need a permission for that. Very good. Thanks, Tony. And you kind of hit a little bit on it, but let me just uh, elaborate. What about like video showings, video walkthroughs. I know that with uh, the state of the market, if a buyer can't get there or they're out of town or whatever, agents are doing video walkthroughs. Uh, same deal on that, would you say, should we get permission before doing a video walkthrough, virtual showing or shooting video of a house? Technically, yes, you should. You're saying this is gonna be a video walkthrough because you, uh, that could be recorded, that could be screenshot, you know, the the, you know, the seller or the buyer that's not in town, it, who knows how many people is watching it. So yes, you, you should get permission for that too. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. And secondly, as a listing agent, you can set up your listing to allow that if, so that you don't have these extra steps. You know, obviously our job is to get the house sold as a listing agent. So if you want to allow virtual showings, video walkthroughs, you know, you can give consent in your showing service, in your broker remarks, that kind of thing. Uh, so you could save a step there. One more thing, Tony, I wanted to ask you about marketing of other people's properties, other people's listings. So, you know, I know I have a lot of agents say, oh, there's a million dollar home on sale or for sale on the market down the street from me uh, or in my neighborhood. Am I allowed to market that property? I know there's uh, it depends kind of answer, but give us the quick uh, yes or no, and it's okay if sort of answer on marketing other people's listings. As long as the, the safest way to do it is always have a link to your website or anything that has IDX approval, like uh, usually like all of our Century 21 websites do, uh, you know, or to Zillow or to a link to something that gives the uh, other the listing company that that courtesy of or have so they could find out who the listing company is after they click it so you can't just post photos that you see on the mls and and write a description so and of course you can't say it's your house your listing for sale so you could say some look at this great new house that came on the market in solon and then a link you know to a website that will follow all of the legality rules of advertising. Yeah. And the key is that third-party link gives credit to the listing company. So for example, if we use our Century 21 link, Tony, which guys, if you're not using this tool and, and, and you're saying, well, Mike, you talk about marketing your listings and that's how you get so much business all the time. I don't have any listings. What can I do? You can use that link. So our My C21 site, I go on there, I can take a, a really nice property, say in Barrington, a $900,000 house. I can post that in various places because it's legal because I'm just posting a link to a third-party website and I'm not claiming I'm, I'm the listing agent. I'm just saying, wow, check out this great house in Barrington. 
uh, if you're interested in properties like this, contact me. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, right, right, Tony? Nope, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a, a great way thing to do. It's kind of showing uh, your social network that you are uh, watching what's happening in a market, especially if you're if you're really trying to target market a certain city or area that as your you know home base or farm area. Yeah, well, well put. So agents, no more excuses. I don't want to hear, but Mike, I don't have any listings to market or I only have one listing. You have all the listings. Exactly. Uh, any, any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, that's good. No, it just, and then of course, always check with your broker manager, uh, company policies, because your company might have a, a stricter policy on certain things <laughs> on that. That's a good point. Uh, so you, you could always check with them. Uh, just like I tell all of our agents, obviously we, we, we uh, stick strict with the laws and rules and ethics of, you know, the state and the division and our board of realtors and the national association of realtors. And, and we really, uh, don't have too much to add on from there, but I do like to see what agents are doing so we could, you know, just give it the, the thumbs up. And I get a lot of that every day. Hey, Tony, can I do this? Can I do that? And I always say, thanks for asking. And yes, you can. Love it. That's, that's good stuff. Well, Tony, thanks for joining us, everybody. I'll, you know, please, if you uh, would hit that subscribe button on YouTube, we're trying to get to a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. And of course, join us every week for more free agent training. Uh, You can also go to 21mike.com if you want to schedule an appointment with me. And of course, Tony, 216-374-1269. All right, guys, I'm going to hit the stop button. I'll hang out. And thanks a lot for joining us. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed free beer and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Join us next week when Mike and Tony discuss how to avoid legal and ethical pitfalls in multiple offer situations. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. You will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's vegan kitchen.